let me hear ya. Welcome back to Pop by Proxy, a podcast where we offer up unsolicited, unpopular, and unwarranted opinions about music and pop culture. This is episode four. I'm Doggett in the City. And this week we have a special guest in the house, Mr. Allah Salam. How you doing, sir? I'm doing well, man. How you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks for joining me today. It's a pleasure. Yeah, it's a pleasure having you. One thing, setting up this uh, call and testing and everything, it made me realize that, you know, we have known each other for almost 20 years. <laughs> I know, I know. That's crazy. <laughs> you know, they always say time flies, but I did not realize it was that long. Yeah. I mean, I remember the first time I could think of when I f- first thought of knowing somebody that long. I was like, damn, I'm old. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> I'm like, if I know Allah fucking 20 years, that means I know somebody else like 40 years. <laughs> yes, I, man. Almost no four lie. years because I'm not 40 yet. Hold on. I, I know this one. I know this one lady. We don't talk that much now, but I've known her since I was seven years old. Okay. And I'm already 40. So my goodness, <laughs> it's been, it's been a, it's, it's been a long road. So that means that we've, we've experienced a lot of stuff together, ups and downs. So yes, definitely. That's good. Well, and speaking of, so Allah Salam is not the name that I knew you from. I'm not going to put your, your original government name out there like that. Because <laughs> <laughs> that person might have warrants. I don't know. Yeah, but <laughs> Right, right. Yes, please. So I'm not a snitch, so I'm, I'm, I'll leave that alone. So what made you change your name and what brought on that like journey and all that stuff? Man, you know, it, it's, it's crazy how life is. I, um, I was never a street dude, but I hung out with street dudes. And I've always, I've always gotten myself into trouble by hanging out with the wrong crowd. And it was just um, one year, uh, and this was later, this, this has always been throughout my life. I've never made a bad decision, but I've always hung out with people that did. Um, and it's so crazy why I got to position or the transition in which I'm, I'm in now. Um, it actually happened um, when I was 19, my sister passed away. And um, through her passing away, I went through years of depression. And a lot of people don't know that because, you know, when you go through something like that, you tend to play it off. When you're in a stressful or tough situation, you play it off and make it because I really don't like people being worried about me. But I went through years of, 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 of depression and I didn't care if I lived or died around that time. And it was just it. it I would actually say from 19 up until I was in my mid 20s, um, 24, 25, I was still productive in life, but I lived a fast lifestyle with the wrong people. And then eventually I studied going into being a Buddhist. I met this lady that was a she she was a Buddhist, um, a sister, actually. Um, I came from a Christian background, grew up in the church, um, but none of those religions work for me. And then it's so crazy because my family's Caribbean. So I decided, oh, I'm going to be Rastafarian. <laughs> I can't be Rastafarian because I love meat too much at that time. You know, and they so live wait, a strict guideline. So wait, so what's the Rastafarian diet? Uh, you know what? They don't they don't eat anything. They don't eat any animal products that would hooves. 
Like you okay. can't do couch. You 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 basically is is it's no different than the Muslim lifestyle that I live now. You're you're more so like a vegetarian, um, but you don't eat anything with hooves. Um, I think the only thing from what I remember, the only and I don't even think they even eat eggs. And I don't even like eggs, but anyways, but they, they, it was it was it was strict. It was restricted. A lot of my family's Rastafarian, um, so I, I try to follow that life. And at one point, I made a moan religion. I was like Rasta Muslim because we all did the same thing. You know, <laughs> right. you can blend religions, you right? Blended, okay, well, yeah, you blended. Yeah, all so. religions are. I don't like using the word made up, but all religions come from somewhere. Exactly. So you know, one day I just started to. I just started to look in more into just being Muslim and um, learning about Muhammad, learning about the Quran actually spoke to me more than any other religion. So that's really where that's really where the name come from. And it's so crazy because at first my 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 name was Ras Gaddafi, which mm-hmm. means Ras means head from Selassie because his name was uh, Ras. That's how the Rastafari lifestyle lifestyle or religion came about because of him. Mm. So. At one point, I named myself that, and um, it was like, "Oh, I'm headstrong. I'm headstrong." Then I was like, "You know what? That doesn't really fit me in my transition." And all of a sudden, I was like, "You know what? I want something with meaning." So my actual my actual Muslim name that I gave myself it might be blasphemy because I say Allah, but you know whatever, <laughs> it's me. <laughs> when when am I not controversial, right? <laughs> exactly. Were. So um, so I named myself Allah Erasmus Atu Salam. Which basically has meaning. So Allah, of course, of course, is God. Erasmus means uh, Erasmus means beloved, and Atu means son. Mm-hmm. So it's really God's beloved son, and Salam means peace. So if you say it all together, it's either a God of peace, God's beloved son of peace. Either way, it works for me at this point. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's how I came up with the name. The first time. I knew somebody to change their name and I'm going to butcher it now because I don't remember it. This was maybe <laughs> like 15 years ago. And I think what he changed his name to was, uh, is what Darul Son Allah. I think that's what his name was. Nice. Okay. Um, and I obviously have no idea what that means, but he was going through a transition, you know, religion and a lot of different things like that. So cool. You know, actually, the, I got in more to it when I moved to Baltimore with you around that time. Hey. Because you remember the mosque was right downtown by that nice... Uh, I can't even remember the name of the, where everybody goes to get the food and the little Lexington plaza. Market. Oh, man. Look, I used to tear that up back hey. then. Okay, yeah. So, and you know, when you walk out, <laughs> Lexington Market was the place. But I remember I used to catch a subway just for some food. I was like, I'm not going down there. I'm going You know what? I day. live in... Uh, I'm here in Austin now. I'm... I would have sworn to you that I thought they had markets like that here. Not a one. Oh. Not a one. No. Shocker. No. Like, would you yeah. know with like beef and like all kind of stuff yeah, like yeah. that? But no, they they don't have anything like that. I think they're they're gonna get one by next year, hopefully. Well, we'll pray on that one. We'll <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll pray on that one. <laughs> I don't think I, I have not met a place that has beat Lexington Market yet. Um, they're clean and they're actually making it better. They're cleaning up because they did have a, a rat in there like <laughs> last year or something like But whatever. I mean, that wouldn't stop me from going nowhere. <laughs> no, it, it didn't stop me. It did not stop. But yeah, that's how I got in more into it because I had to get my I had to get my car service one day. And the guy, and then, you know, I always wear my, my cap, my kufi cap. He's like, hey, are you Muslim? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, you know, there's one downtown. Um, and he told me where it was. I never got a chance to stop in. Um but when I seen the brotherhood of 
of the Muslim religion. That's what really made me got more into it. That's yeah. cool. I didn't even know that. See? Yeah, yeah. See, we've known each other twenty years, and yeah, that, I, know but see, I don't think I don't think you ever. Well, see, I just recently changed my my name um, uh, sometime months ago, and you know, I was supposed to change it actually full name on my birthday, and I didn't get a chance because of the pandemic. So. You know, mm. but you, but everybody's gonna have to start calling me Allah Salama something. Well, you know, I I, I did it, and you know, I remember. <laughs> Actually, you're the first person. <laughs> the only people that can call me by my government name, as you mentioned, is my parents well, or my immediate family. You but know, that's it. I was gonna be like, you know, I'm gonna be definitely still that friend that's gonna be like uh, <laughs> calling you by I your, know, your I other know, name. I know. <laughs> I know. So, I told myself if somebody used that other name, I will not answer. <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned the um, you mentioned the pandemic earlier. So what have you been consuming, watching? Like how have you been during the pandemic? I hate to say it. I have been watching. I, I don't want to call. I don't want to misspeak. I have been watching trash TV, like reality TV. <laughs> I don't want to misspeak, but I'm watching trash but TV. I, well, 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 here's the thing. I when I say I don't want to misspeak is because I don't want it. I don't want people to think I'm calling the people trash. I don't okay. think anybody on these on this production on any on any one of these reality shows are trash. I think everybody has their own gift, and they're bringing something to the people that enjoy watching them. Okay. But when I say trash TV, is because you know I don't watch TV like that. Mm-hmm. Like this is the most TV I have literally watched in years. Most of the time I'm reading something online, an article. I shouldn't say I, I don't watch TV. I watch a lot of documentaries based yeah. on history and based on science and stuff. So um, based on religion. So uh, yeah, but when I say trash TV is because it's reality TV, not necessarily their trash. Because I, I I actually, in, I don't want to say I enjoy watching it, but um, it gives you a break from the normal, from for, especially during this quarantine. Right. Oh my goodness. Well, because you don't have to think it's about crazy. it. It's like uh, modern soap operas is what, you know, like Housewives and all these shows. Oh, yeah. um, I didn't watch it all the time, but the one I used to like is Mob Wives. <laughs> <laughs> didn't you like Drita? I oh, my Drita. God. Drita was a beast. <laughs> but, and, and you know, you know I only I liked actually, it because I they won, they like... were fighting. <laughs> That's all the, that was the only reason <laughs> no, I loved see, it. Now, I don't agree. I don't agree with putting your hands on people. But what I liked about what I like about Drita is that she was raw. And she is straightforward and honest. Now, don't put your hands on people, Drita. Don't do that. But you can you can literally explain yourself without without being <laughs> without violent. violence. But I also like um I also like Big Ange. Look at the uh, R.I.P. Ange. Yeah. Oh uh, yes, R.I.P. to her. I liked her. Her personality was just um, infectious. And um yeah. <laughs> I remember one day they were sitting around the uh, the bar where Big Andrew Stone and Drita's like, yeah, we used to lock the doors and just fist fighting here. You never called the cops. <laughs> well, Drita, come on, you're a grown woman. What you doing? I love it. Yeah, I love <laughs> it. That's what that's what I do. <laughs> I love every minute of it. Anything Watch else TV, that you've fight. been watching other than the Housewives? <laughs> no, you know what? Hip hop, hip hop, Atlanta. I think I have watched every episode and what made me start watching is because spice from jamaica is on there and i didn't know she was on i like spice how you get not that she's on american tv i like how you kind of lowering your standards really so how big you know because i just heard of her when she got on that show and she got into a beef with i think it might have been remy ma Uh, don't quote me on that anyway so how big is spice in the caribbean world man spike spice is internationally internationally known 
in the Caribbean world. And it's so crazy because when she was on, when being on the um, Hip Hop Atlanta, there's one female on there that she was trying to be friends with. And she and the lady was like, Spice, what are you doing on Hip Hop Atlanta from Jamaica, whatever she was saying. But chick, you don't even have a CD out. You can't even <laughs> play it on YouTube. What are you talking about? Asking Spice me is international. <laughs> yeah. People in Germany know Spice. People in England know Spice. They don't know you. Right. And you're talking about what she doing on Hip Hop Atlanta? She might have a different accent, but that she, she's a beast <laughs> in her own right. Well, that's a, you know what? That's a whole nother topic because, you know, obviously yeah. U.S. folks always think that nothing exists outside of the U.S. So... But that's another. And FYI, Jamaica is separate from the Virgin Islands where I'm from. Because you know, <laughs> <laughs> these Americans be like, I, w- I was in South Columbia working one day, and I was talking to my friend. You know, we say Yankee. I was talking Yankee. How I'm talking to you? Uh-huh. And this lady's like, Are you from Jamaica, sister? There's more than just Jamaica. I mean, they cook some good food too, but. I ain't well, from Jamaica. Again, that's, I, I love Jamaica. I love Jamaicans. So, right. What well, that's all people. Again, that's what pe- that's what Americans know outside there. Like, oh, you're Jamaican. Either you're Jamaican or you're African. There's one. In, you can oh, oh, you can oh, only oh, be one of the two. Or Haitian, and I love Haitian people too. But I mean, they. Well, I mean, yeah. as far as like what people would say you are, I don't think a lot of people would be like, oh, are you Haitian? Like, I, oh, I think no, Jamaican no. would be the first thing that would come out. Yeah, and you know, it's it's so funny because yes, Americans have have and I don't mind I really don't mind but a lot of Americans have asked if I'm Jamaican or Haitian and then sometime when I'm talking to them they'd be like oh you sound like you're from up north you have that up north swag now I love up north right majority of my friends are from up north right but and I love a up north swag but no I'm from the Caribbean <laughs> Caribbean all the way not Jamaica when I was in Florida I worked with this woman that was that kind of does like you so I know when you're speaking in your American like you say Yankee dialect yeah <laughs> versus your, you know your normal flow and I worked with a woman similarly she was talking to me and she definitely had a Philadelphia accent which is similar to a Baltimore accent um and then one day she was um <laughs> she was fussing out her uh, her son and she's like Brian <laughs> I was like who the fuck are you wait a minute <laughs> like, where did this come from <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then yeah. and then she did like you did and broke you know from her quote Yankee voice and then went into her dialect and I was like man I'd have never know <laughs> yeah yeah I had a friend one day I was we were sitting at work. Um, older female very cool lady and um, my mother happened to call me while I was sitting and I just happened to talk in my, my Caribbean dialect and she like my government name she was like what the heck did you just say I'm like what do you mean what I just said she like I didn't understand anything all I heard was bye <laughs> so you know it's kind of like yeah but you know I, I would say this I, I love I love I definitely you know me I'm a very proud Caribbean person right um, so I wouldn't change that for the world I love it no that's, that's dope just the, just the history I think and you know I don't know if we ever spoke about it, but I think just because I grew up with a lot of my great aunts and uncles mm-hmm. so just the just the history of of their stories and where we came from and our family came from, that's why I love it. Because I don't I don't hear a lot of my American friends talk about their history and their culture. Because they don't know it. <laughs> and I was about yeah, to say, I know, I I to know, say the same I thing. I didn't want to say that, but mm, yeah, I know. But, but that's but, true. Um, yeah. yeah, as far as, let me, I'm trying to think how far I can go back. Like, 
I, I have a, a cousin that's um, kind of like the family historian, so I know a lot about the family, but I've never met these people before. Um, uh, okay. So I know basically up into my great aunts and uncles, and that's really about it. Like personally, oh, okay. like stories and like know their their kids and all that kind of stuff like that. Um, I've seen pictures of my great great grandmother and grandfather. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's funny enough, my other cousin, she's starting to do like the whole historian thing. And, you know, obviously Doggett is not a black person's name. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. um, like all other black folks, you know, like, oh, well, you know, we got Indian in our family. I'm like, nah, it's <laughs> so Doggett is an Irish name. And um, so, yeah, so they came over and they had a good old slave. And my cousin, I think, found like the first quote-unquote black dogget um and i can't oh, i can't aren't, remember his aren't name irish the ones with red hair um they i mean they don't Are have they, to have red hair usually i i've seen well i know they don't have to i was going i was just asking because could you imagine an irish person looking exactly like you since <laughs> if they're <laughs> i'm just saying i'm just saying um i mean i can see features in some white doggets versus black doggets you know well we need to travel to ireland and you know my family like runs the gamut in color anyway so there's yes. i have an uncle that's your complexion then i'm, I'm kind of like in the middle and i have like you know my aunts and my cousins you know they're you know fair skin or light skin yeah just to let everybody know, I am dark chocolate. <laughs> Sexual I chocolate. love my, yes, I love my <laughs> complexion. I was actually just talking to somebody today, my friend. I was like, you know what? I've never had an issue with my complexion like some like some dark-skinned people. Oh, I wish I was light-skinned. I've never been like that. Now, I, would, I always wish I was smaller because, you know, I was, a, I was a eater. But I've never had an issue with my, my complexion. So it's, it's, yeah. And plus, you know, being being black is one of the most beautiful thing in this world because, as you said, we run, we run all shades. Mm-hmm. I would even say including Hispanics because now I see a lot of stuff online talking about, I'm not black, I'm Dominican. Uh, you know, you are black, right? Well, we, but again, we that's, run all that's shades. A whole, look, that is a whole nother show. We're going to stay on topic today. We're going to stay on topic today. Yeah, but no, I'm just saying, just being just just a shade of us, that's that's a beautiful thing. Especially in this climate, when we're doing what we're doing um, with the Floyd thing. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Well, you know, thing. I was going to say that. I was say, well, speaking of black, you know, and this this does apply to all versions of black. <laughs> Whether yeah, you're yeah. Afro-Latina, you know, you're African, you're Virgin Islands, you're all, yeah, everybody, yeah. all this stuff. Um, definitely all coincides together. Uh, with that said, um, the question today is, what do you think about celebrities and their voices um, during a time of crisis? Um, do you think they should be speaking? Do you think they should not? Or what do you think they should be doing? You, you For me, um, I definitely believe that, well, you know, we've always had celebrities that spoke out against something but i don't remember i don't remember too many celebrities speaking out against the death of somebody to this magnitude so i definitely i don't fault them because you know a lot of times um celebrities just look at themselves as a basketball player or football player so they don't really need to go beyond the scope of their job or their duty but um i think in what's going on and what has been happening um 
they ought to step out and they ought to continue to be a voice because they have to remember that um, we're also supporting them as athletes, as celebrities. And when one of us die or one of us fall, whether you know them or don't know them, um, it is there. Just like how they can step out and say, go vote. You right. can step out and talk about, hey, this. And I'm not saying all police officers are bad, but when you have a precinct or a police officer that is that has been dangerous to this to to the public before especially minority people yeah they they ought to step up to the forefront and be a voice because we follow them you know it, it's not like you're not it's not like you're going to lose it's not like you're going to lose fans or family well you, you think that, that but it's not always the funny part about celebrities is you it's not just them they have teams behind them that yeah, you know, some of them listen to them more than others, but it's all you know. Some people, somebody's in their ear saying something toward something like what you're about this, what you're saying. <clears throat> Excuse me, um, like oh well, you know, this might affect you, or depending on what you say or anything, like there is going to be retaliation. So some of them might base their decisions on those people. Um, you mentioned, you know, not. Blaming it on one cop, Little Wayne. Did you hear his comments? No, I didn't. So basically, he's been saying that you know you shouldn't blame it on all cops. You know, a cop saved my life, and you know we need to be looking at this in a different light and kind of stuff like that. So I get what he's trying to say, <laughs> but I'm just like, all right, well, we obviously know that all cops aren't like that. And it sounded like kind of like an all lives matter kind of thing to me. And I'm like, dude, you you have to know you're from freaking New Orleans and from the projects. Like <laughs> you have to know that we don't mean like all cops are bad or all cops are racist or whatever. Like so to not be able to differentiate between systematic racism and this one cop that saved your life seems a little bit ignorant to me. Really? Yeah, but well, well, you have to, you, but you have to realize. I don't know what the cop did, or what what happened to the cop to save his life, but I would, I would tell you this. I don't, I don't have, I don't, I don't, I don't like cops. Period, hands down. However, I'm not one of those people that jump on the bandwagon like everybody else or like some people do. Right. But he may have not liked cops prior to a cop saving his life, and because of that one instance that that cop actually helped him out his whole perception change so i think that that could be that could be as to why he said you can't blame all cops but yes as a as a general public and look I, i'm not gonna tell you no lie i remember when i was young my older brother used to get in trouble mm -hmm. and one particular night the cops had the swat team now mind you we we in a quote-unquote decent area but my my older brother was Thank God he's still alive today <laughs> because he used to, he, he, my, look, my older brother is a quiet person. He's a humble person, but he's a follower. And I remember one night sleeping in my room and I was used to sleep with my door locked and I heard something and I'm a light sleeper. So I heard something shaking the lock thinking it was my mother. Well, when I unlocked the door, it was cops with guns pointed at me oh, with a light in my face. How Nobody knows you? that story. I was in my I was in my early or mid teens. I think I was around because my brother is about five or six years older than me. And oh no, you know what? It might have been even younger than that. I might have been in middle school. But I remember that distinctly. 
and it always drew drew a perception with me that no cops were good. And then throughout my life, I've always had cops harass me, stuff like that. But um, I think when you when you've had cops harass you and you have this perception about cops, you think every cop is bad until something like what happened to Lil Wayne, where somebody actually saved his life that might have been his opposer or, his, or you know. Or his. Well, yeah, he shot him. So, what happened? He shot himself. And then the cop came and saved him. Oh, well, he was just dumb for shooting himself. <laughs> I mean, thank God that he lived, but come on now. Well, I, I mean, say that because he has children. You out there shooting yourself? Um, I think this is before he had kids. This is when he was oh, young. Oh, well, okay. Okay, well, <laughs> damn, Lil Wayne. I mean, jeesh. But again, I mean, that just, just goes back to my original point. I'm like, so you were definitely, if you're shooting yourself, I don't even think he said he was like 10. But anyway, you were a super young person and you're out here shooting yourself. So you obviously were not a model citizen <laughs> at that particular yeah, okay. time. Yeah, okay, well, true, true. Um, but it does but, change your perception. But yeah, I mean, but but still, like, the perception of one, that one person that saved your life uh, does not change the systematic racism part. Like, okay, great, that officer so-and-so saved you. Well, guess what? Officer so-and-so just put his knee in somebody's neck and just killed him. So what, yeah. <laughs> so what does that mean? I think... I think I think for me it is not so much the individual. I look at the precinct because if you have the chief that allows this, especially the 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 whole George Floyd thing, what what is coming out is saying that this man has this. I don't even pronounce his last name, and really I don't care because it's it's he's a disrespectful dude. But the Chavin, I think his name is, it, it's it has come out allegedly that he has been violent before and he has like um uh, uh what is it called complaints against him yeah. so i don't necessarily blame every other precinct for something that he's done but guess what if one infects if you know a blueberry if if one blueberry <laughs> is spoiled then all the blueberries are, are spoiled too that's how people's perception is so right. The precinct has to start doing something, training people better, and also moving those cops out of the precinct, moving them out. We're paying their taxes. We're paying. We're paying their salary. Yes. And so we have to one register to vote, of course, but we also have to hold the precinct and the chief accountable. I mean, it's even above that. It's, that's it goes to like mayors and governors and stuff like that. Because that's really because that's really yeah. where they get their direction from on how they police. Uh, who they lock up, all that kind of stuff. All that stuff comes from above police officers. That's, oh, don't. Yeah. That's, that's beyond them. Like, they don't, they're yeah. not sitting there. One, a lot of these officials are like, they need money. Some of these cities, kind of, I mean, like a Baltimore. That's a, that's a revenue source. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think, you know, it's so crazy because this past weekend, this is the first time I've ever done it and I plan on doing it some more. I went to a uh, protest for George Floyd mm -hmm. and I'm not going to say what some of the protesters were saying to the cops because I'm trying to clean my act up myself. <laughs> so even in my transition, you know, some days I go back to how I used to be, but, um, they were, they were using vulgar terms. And one of the things that I uh, took away from, from the protest is that our voice have to be heard. One of the dudes that was the uh, that was the host of the protest, he was like, "Take out your phones, take out your phones, and type in representative. Who is your representative?" Right. And literally, I typed in my address, and I live in West Orlando, mm -hmm. <laughs> so uh, you know about West Orlando. So I typed mm -hmm. in, I, I I typed in my address, and all my representative came up. So yeah, so it does come from the top, and I would encourage people to start writing even if it's the same darn letter <laughs> right every week 
<laughs> I already got my letters together for all of my representatives. Right. So I think it's important for us to start from the top and then, you know, what they say, the fish stinks from the head. <laughs> I've never heard that, sir. What? I've you never, never heard, heard that? that? That's the Caribbean term. <laughs> you never heard that? No, I've oh never heard God. that. Okay, we, we, yeah. So basically, we have to get rid, we have to get rid of the head. I mean, unfortunately, <laughs> we can't, we can only out the pres, out the president around voting time because oh ain't God. nobody impeaching him. But as far as your representative, if your representative is not doing what you need them to do to save and I don't I don't only say black people's lives, just people's lives in general. Right. We have to get them out too. Whether you black, white, or Hispanic or Asian, that's you got to get them true. out. So So another celebrity that's kind of in trouble right now is Terry Cruz. So <laughs> I don't know how this Terry dude, Cruz. How, say what? I like Terry Crews too. <laughs> I like Terry Crews too, but I, I was just about to say he always finds a way to say the wrong things. Oh, <laughs> so, <gosh. laughs> so this is this is maybe the second time. So because he said something foul in regards to um, Gabrielle Union getting kicked off of America's Got Talent show, and everybody jumped on his back for that. So recently he made a comment of like oh well you know black people we need white people to in this fight you know because without without white people then there's going to be black supremacy <laughs> and then people jumped on his back and was like yo like black people are like 18% of the popularity i mean popularity <laughs> population <laughs> yeah um <laughs> how to so we ain't 13% no more we moved up uh, maybe it might be 13%, but 13, 18, oh, well, I whatever, would like still eight, in the team. I would team. take 18, too. <laughs> we, we still below 20. Right. So either way, it's like, how the heck are you going to get black supremacy out of thir- between 13 and 18% of the population? And I, I kind of, I get what he meant, but I also am like, you know what? Again, this is the wrong time for that kind of message. Like, wait, wait, wait. Tell me, how, tell me how did you get what he meant by that? Like, explain that a little bit to me. I understand he means like, we need to work together with people. That part I got. But then when he got to the whole black supremacy part, that's when he lost me. Okay, okay. <laughs> he was trying to be like Klansman. That right. one dude so that it is, seems yeah. like he's trying to play both sides of the fence. And that just doesn't work, you know? Well, well, you have to realize, I'm sorry to cut you off, you have to realize, and I like I like Terry Crews, but look at all of his roles before. You, I was just thinking because about that. Because you know, a lot of, uh, when you are a man and look at Terry he's a he's a muscular man he's not a bad looking guy but almost every role that he has played from what I've seen has been I don't want to say a gay character but it has been very flamboyant and very he's not as masculine he's not as masculine and of course there's there's gay men that look like him but he's not playing masculine roles appealing to the white audience um, I don't think it's effeminate roles that he's playing I just think that he's playing a less scary black man because kind of to your point he's a big black dude and okay, he's always playing um, to me it's it's not effeminate it's more um, goofy characters so you know he's that always kind of like <laughs> do you remember that Cat uh, Williams scene? <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay so I'm he's always saying. like for lack of a better word kind of shucking and jiving <laughs> 
like smiling and dancing and you know all that kind of stuff like that like the only he's the original i don't want i don't even want to say nothing negative about the man like, <laughs> well that's why i was like i was trying to find some different words but i was like yeah i was trying to find some different words but then i thought about all the roles he's played but that's kind of true i was like they're always like the smiley kind of like whatever character unintimidating unassuming character yeah, and, and even with the um the first role i remember him from is white chicks where yes. you know he's chasing after a white woman and this has nothing to do with him actually having a white woman in his life um, as his partner but that also kind of seems like the role like he's trying to play both sides because he has a, a it, white partner in that movie didn't he get a little shock when the person turned out to be a black uh, a, a black person under the white mask well they were playing there was a black there was a black, I can't, I know. There was a black man posing as a woman so yeah I know but be. he was like <laughs> He, he did something in the movie. You're bl- I thought he said something like, you're not white or something <laughs> like that. Di- I don't know. You- <laughs> I'm going to have to go back I, and I watch that. I can't remember. But I watched the movie so, you know, I watched the movie so long ago. It's kind of blurred now. But the thing is, there was an article written uh, years ago about um, the perception of white people and black men. And one of the things the article did state is that white people don't feel threatened when you're a gay or feminine black male. They feel more threatened when you're more masculine. Yeah. So, and I think, and I think that's where, um, when you talk about he's playing both fence, he doesn't want to come off as if he doesn't want to lose his 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 core audience, which might be white folks, because they they see him as this character. Well, white women. I think that's what his his core audience is. (laughs) And guess what? I tell you what. If I walk up to a white woman now, if it's not a younger white lady, I want to. Hold their purse, clutch their pearls, lock their windows. Look, they might even take <laughs> off their stilettos and run. <laughs> it's a whole bunch of things. And, I'm, and I think I'm a nice person. I might just look a role, but you know, I've well, never I get stolen the same. Anybody, I get the so, same thing, know. especially you know, being in a, a corporate kind of role. It's like you yeah. can't come off when you have an opinion. You can't come off too hard. You can't, you know, a certain way you have to come off. So you just, I spend a lot of time thinking about, you know, how I'm going to say something when I'm in the office setting, which is yeah, obviously yeah. opposite of me in <laughs> outside I of had, the office. I had uh, one time talking about office. We can't get off topic, but I remember one time I was working and, you know, I was wearing my my cap, my koofy cap. And I'm sitting down typing now, working my black behind off. Mm-hmm. This sister Caucasian lady came up to me and the one thing I don't do is you don't touch my head if you don't know me because I'm not your child Yeah. and she come rubbing on my coof oh this is so beautiful <laughs> now I'm I'm, I'm, I'm so sitting down so she you like you the dog <laughs> I'm gonna let you get that one because yes because I almost, I almost said something crazy but yes so she there patting my head. Oh, this is so beautiful. Who made it? First off, you don't need to know who 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 makes the koofy cap. You can research. You don't have to come and pat my head. After that day, I never spoke to her again, right? Right. And one day I came in and she was like, oh, government name. Um, You stopped talking to me after that day. And this lady broke down in tears in front of me on the floor as we were working. Oh, my God. And now, mind you, I'm a big much bigger than what I was. I was a big burly man with this <laughs> grizzly type hair, not well maintained because I'm looking the rules of being Muslim, right? right? And she broke down and cried. All you see was supervisors passing by. Is everything all right? Is everything <laughs> about to call the police? <laughs> so 
so yeah. So now I have to give the poor lady. Now the lady done did me dirty, but I didn't have to hug the lady and say, "Hey, it's all right, it's all right." I, you know, I just have to learn how to handle these things a little better because you know I ain't want to be put out of no job, right? And I ain't want to be called for no no cops to be called. But yeah, it, it, it's crazy how it's crazy how we are looked at well, in corporate America. We're not gonna stick on this. Society. We're not gonna stick on this but for too long. But to add to that it is the you know you always have to again you have to babysit their feelings you know yeah. kind of thing which i think you know back on topic is like what people are tired of these days which is why you have folks just saying whatever they want to say you know because people have been basically code switching and you know making it comfortable for white people to not notice racism um or anything else that's going on outside of their world, which they kind of have to notice now. One, with Trump being in office. Um, two, with video cameras everywhere. So, are there any celebrities that you don't want to hear from <laughs> when speaking on issues at any point in time? Please, please, you all can keep Stacey Dash. That's the one celebrity <laughs> I do not want to hear from at all. Keep Stacey Dash. And there was a, just another, and I don't even know the, um, I don't want to say female, I don't even know the lady's name that recently got her GoFundMe pulled. And you have to forgive me because I tend to forget people's name if they're not that important to me. Oh, but, um, Owen, yeah. Candace, you is it Candace can, Owens? Probably so. Please, please keep her as well. We don't need those type of people. <laughs> not at all. Other than that, I and I wouldn't even say that she's a celebrity. Well, she might be a celebrity for the for the Republican Party, but um She's a she's a weapon for the Republican Party. <laughs> just like they she use is, other people. Just like they use those two black ladies for oh uh, Trump. Yeah. And I heard they got fired um a while ago or something like that. Um you can know. keep them too. They're not celebrities, <laughs> but you can keep them. Anybody that is against the fight. For just and I don't even want to say it's a it's a race thing, even though it is. But anybody that's against the fight for just having human rights that we were given from the time that we were born, because we are all made in Allah's eye. Right. So I think anybody that is against what's going on now, you can keep them. Celebrities, non-celebrity, you keep them because you can't change those type of people. Really, that's you true. rarely can change those type of people. That's so. very true. I mean. I, I listen to the radio and sometimes these people are like, oh, well, you just need to sit down and have dialogue. I'm like, this person is never, never, absolutely never going to change their mind. And the people that they speak to aren't going to change their mind. So what is the point of sitting there talking to somebody like, you know, a Stacey Dash or a, a Candace Owens? Yeah. Um, I don't, I really don't. Ben Carson, keep him. Yeah, keep all of them. I, don't, I never understand the reasoning behind like you're not going to appeal to their you know quote unquote human side or human nature like this is a fundamental thing that they follow and they do so stop wasting your time talking to these people and you you know yeah yeah you, you know I think I think to some degree is because I don't know what their background is and um, but I think when you get to a certain level sometimes you switch I'm pretty sure you know, Stacey Dash, they say don't like black men, and I'm okay <laughs> with that. But, you know, certain times when you get to a certain level and you're attracted to a certain type of people, um, you tend to want to forget and negate the struggles of your own people. And I think a lot of times, like Ben Carson and the way that he talked, yes, you're Republican, you have a high, uh, you have a high position. Um, 
I think they I don't know how to I don't know how to put they just don't want to remember they just don't want to have any type of relation they don't want to associate with what they used to be maybe they might be ashamed of it I mean and again for some people again a whole nother topic you know having a significant other of a different race is kind of like a trophy thing well look at me I made it (laughs) yeah that's what I'm saying so it's like now you're in corporate America you have you're you're being seen by these millions of people you're making these decisions like why, why why would I care about why would I care about people that I consider peasants mm-hmm. when I'm at that level? Right. Because you remember when, look, I watch a lot, I watch a lot of historian TV or history TV. And when, when you are a peasant, they don't give a damn about you. They don't care. They don't care if you live or die. And I feel like in the black community, um, with some of those people that's, that's, a, that's talking against, um, what's going on now? They don't. They don't care about us, so they can. They can keep them because guess what? At the end of the day, they're still um, niggas. Well, that's what I was about Let to say. say. They that. don't care until they try to do something, and then they realize that they are still a nigga. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or whatever they are. Kind of like when Trump was, you know, deporting all these people and you know all these other minorities. Like, oh well, we're not those kind of people until they started getting deported. Like, oh well, <laughs> but I'm a citizen, <laughs> yeah. and I, you know, it's just like. No, you're you are still who you are. Exactly. They don't care. They look, if you if you are born in a certain skin tone, poverty level, they don't care. They they just don't. And that's sad because we're all given rights in this country. And unfortunately, and I and it's so crazy be, that we're talking because the other night I couldn't sleep. And you know, with the protest going on, I always I was reading somebody's timeline on Facebook. Another thing is my guilty pleasure. Now I'm on Facebook more. And one of my one of my um, associates that I went to school with is a is a pastor now. And he posted something on his timeline. And of course, it was a, a, a Caucasian white person that stated something, something to the effect of two different people. Uh, Black Lives Matter is no different than the KKK. Oh, no. I know. One of those. One of those. And then the other person stated that, well, all lives matter. Oh my God. And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> oh this, my is, God. this is, yeah. But here's the thing. And, you know, people always get these statistics. Oh, more white people have been killed uh, um, uh, more than black people. And then they put in all these statistics. Well, here's the thing. As a white person, if all lives matter, why aren't you out there protesting and marching for the white folks that got killed by the police as well? Yeah. So all lives don't matter until black lives matter. Right. That, Unfortunately, that's exactly right. But again, another topic we got. So, but, so you're going to be a guest for at least I count at least four other topics now. Okay, <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry that you know I try not to give my opinion because my opinion tends to be a little too strong sometimes, and people don't like it. No, that's you okay. you've been on your p's and q's today. I appreciate it. <laughs> I don't think I have to bleep you out. <laughs> no, 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 man. I'm trying. I'm trying to live. I'm trying to live a pure life. <laughs> So you were you remember me from uh, ten years ago, right? Well, you were mentioning about uh, white folks and whatnot. So, what do you think their like? What do you think white celebrities' roles are? I'm particularly thinking of the people I think benefit from black culture, meaning like the Kim Kardashians, the Ariana Grande's, the Justin Timberlakes. Those kind of people. 
well, you know what? Much respect to Kim Kardashian, and I and I and I know a lot of people do not like her um, because they think that whatever reason they don't like her. But I don't, I don't have a problem with her. I never had a problem with her in the beginning, but I think she is really. You remember years ago when she got her 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 jewelry stuff robbed when she was in the UK. Yeah, her whole life have changed. And I'm telling you, she she speaks out about injustice, even with President Trump, because you see her, she has partnered with him. And I don't care. I don't care if my my view is different than yours. I don't care if my opinion is different than yours. If I can partner with you and make change happen like she's done with President Trump, because, you know, she's married a black man. The whole family love black people. And I'm not going to say why, but <laughs> black you <know>. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But I'll let you say it. But, you know, I think she has I think absolutely she has changed her life for for the better. And if she can partner with a guy because, you know, her husband loves the man they say but if she can partner with a guy whose views is different than hers to push an agenda for minority people much right. respect to her um same thing with uh ariana grande is her name i seen her i think they said that she went to a protest recently i as think well. so she definitely made a statement i don't know if she went to a look protest. much respect to those individuals who are speaking up and i don't mean that you have to be in a protest to speak up because a lot of times people don't like being at the forefront like me i'm not a forefront type of person um however if you can if you can stand with the protesters whether in the face of this or behind the scenes much respect to you I don't, yeah. I don't care I mean I think they have I think they have a uh, responsibility as well again when you're making they money do. off these people or mm-hmm. these people when you're making money off any type of person like whether they're black or gay or whatever they are like you can't just take these people money and then be like oh okay well I'm gonna ignore your <laughs> what your personal yeah. life is going through here's this new track coming out yeah um, kind of like, like we're, we're saying, going back to our, our, ho- our house in the hills but that's okay you can't come up here exactly um, yeah. I'm with you with the Kim Kardashian thing, I I do not like her at all. <laughs> really? No. You know what? I gain a lot of respect for her. Uh, I respect the things that she does. Obviously, I don't know her personally, so I question a lot of the things that she does. Because again, they're like back to the beginning. They're reality stars. So I'm like, are you really vested in this? Are you, or is this just for a reality show or whatever? But at, no. you know, what? at the end of the day, it's just like you know what? You helped out this person, so. I don't care about your motives. <laughs> why not? Why not profit off? Why not profit off? I care about motives. Well, I mean, well, that's why I question about her. I'm just like, well, what are your motives? See, what, I don't, why are you I don't, really doing these things? Well, uh, you have to see who she's married to. She has to counteract that because I'm going to tell you something. I don't. I don't have a problem with Kanye liking Donald Trump. I have a problem with how he switched up. Because you remember back in the days when Katrina happened, he like Bush don't <laughs> like black people, huh? Okay. Now all Kanye of a sudden you switch up to a man. He is, bipolar. and I hope I hope he gets the help that he deserves. Well, let's say that, and I'm gonna give him his props too because he they did say he he donated two million dollars to a Black Lives Matter charity. It might it wasn't Black Lives Matter, but a charity that is along the lines of Black Lives Matter. Well, um, that's cool. Uh, thank you for thank you for your donation, Kanye. <laughs> well, that's kind of that's, that's the same way I feel about him and his wife. I'm just like, thank you. Now, um, now go away. <laughs> see, no, you know what? I, I say thank you to him, but her, I, I I really respect her because I've she's actually coming out with a documentary about um um 
prison reform and stuff like that or something to that degree. I don't think now that she's doing it for show, she's no different than me when I made a transition into being who I am today. Now, you know me on and off the mic. Yeah. But... Honestly, I would say that because of what has happened to her, she has made a genuine change. And I think that she is more conscious now than she was before. No different than me. So I don't question her motive. Now, um, I can't question her motive. It's not my right. right. But if I see something that that put a, 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 a thought in my mind, then I have to look at it a different way. But right now, I, I respect her and what she's doing for, for the community. Well, cool. So, <laughs> you're like, ah, oh, yeah, right. Cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, like, you're like, I hear you. I don't receive it. I hear you, but I don't receive it. I heard it. it. It went in the recycle bin. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is cold-blooded. I'm telling Moving you, Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> they got my headset falling off for Kim, I love you, Kim. I love what you're doing. Kanye, we can get there. We can so get there, our, So our last segment is flowers. Do you want to give your flowers to Kim? Kardashian <laughs> or do you no, have someone no, else no. that you want to give flowers to I, I like what you're doing Kim but I can't give I cannot give flowers to you I actually give flowers to George W. Bush hmm, um, another controversial yeah. answer look at <laughs> oh shit I'm that's okay I'm that's okay <laughs> that, that's okay that's okay <laughs> no you know what the reason as to why is because recently he did um um, he came out in favor of the protest for George Floyd, and he's telling America to look at to look at where we are. Basically, you you have to examine where we are now today. Because to be honest, if we're in 2020 and we're still living the same life that we were living from when we was enslaved back in the 30s and 60s, it's not right. And for a man who Kanye said did not like black people and that has close relationship with the Obamas, I think for him, and, and people have always had this perception about him, for him to come out and say that, I think, I think I'll give my flowers to him. Well, you know, speaking of people like that, it's kind of back to what I was saying before, you know, it's somebody else in power. Like the president has a lot of power, but you know, he has to wheel and deal with, and deal with people kind of like Trump, like Trump is speaking to a specific audience, which I think Bush does the same thing. So it's different hearing presidents speak when they're not the president <laughs> if well, that makes know, any sense well you have to remember after bush left out of office and I, it does make sense but after bush left out of office you remember there was a lot of people that used to ask him you know after i have to use my yankee because if i you know <laughs> I, I mess up words i butcher words but a lot of people used to ask him um how did he feel about obama and he always used to say in his interviews, no comments. Right. He's no longer the president. Obama's the president. So he would never make comments about any politician. But for a man like Bush to go from, I'm not making comments about the current president and now making comments about the president we have in office, it says a lot about him. His character and his integrity is on point. I can respect the man like that because now I know how to deal with you. But if you didn't say anything, I wouldn't know how to deal with you. And, and I'm not afraid of nobody, but... I just know how to maneuver around you a lot better now. Yeah. So I respect Bush for saying what he what he has um, said about um, being anguished in this state um, that we're in today as America. Cool. Yeah. So that was that's my flowers. 
My... He might not get it next week, but it's today he <laughs> well, will. It's supposed to be different every week, so I hope he doesn't get one two weeks in a row. If he, if he, if he says something he else, Mark, I get him. <laughs> you remember he choked on a peanut a couple years ago? <laughs> I don't remember. But you remember? Oh, okay. There was a comedy show. Somebody, I, I don't even remember who made the joke about him choking on a peanut. I'm glad that he's okay because his voice can be heard. Um, <laughs> but anyways... You know, if he says something smart, if he says something smart next week, he might be on my flowers list again. Okay. All right. I'm just saying. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> my flowers are going to Killer Mike. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, When I think of, when I think of celebrities that kind of speak to me personally, I, he comes to the top of the list. Because he straddles that line of, you know, still speaking for the people and to the people, but also knowing how to speak to police and kind of bringing those two sides together without yelling and fighting and that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. He's very, he's very active in political matters and not just in the whole like, I want to preach to you kind of way. It's more like, you know, we should be out here getting businesses. We should be learning defense. We should be growing our own food. So I really respect what Killer Mike does. Um, one, I respect him as a rapper. Two, I respect yeah, his uh, political standing. And um, I just wish I could see a lot more of that in celebrities. But, well, um, but you know what? You- I'll take it. Can you please introduce uh, Terry Crews to Killer Mike? <laughs> I'm just saying, Terry, we, we need you, brother. We I would love you. to hear that conversation. I would love to hear that conversation. I also w- want to hear more from uh, John Boyega, the dude from Star Wars. Like, I've seen his little clips and I'm like, damn, I was like, I want to hear more about this dude. So I'm going to have to research him. I'm going to have to research him too. And shout out to uh, Flowers definitely needs to go to everybody who protests. Yes, certainly. Oh, my goodness. I You know, it, it's an eye opener. And I don't even want to get into it. That's another topic. But it's an eye opener because I've seen all kinds of people come out. Um, the transgender community was out there this past weekend mm-hmm. um, in protest, had their sign, the gay community. You know what? I just learned is LGBTQ+. I didn't even know they added a plus sign. <laughs> I'm sorry. You I'm are sorry. doing so well. Don't fuck it up at the end. But yes, it has no, no, a No, no, no. I didn't know. I didn't know. But no, I didn't know. I didn't know. I, I learned that. And that's what I'm saying. It's an eye opener because this is the first protest I've ever been to. And it was an eye opener when the person who was speaking mentioned the plus sign. I thought it stopped at Q. But when they said plus, I was like, that's cool. But there was a lot of people that came out support because they have to realize if they're willing to kill an unarmed black person, guess what's going to happen to you eventually? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's part of it. It's that's part of it as well. But that's also another topic as well. So your your topic list is growing more and more. as you. (laughs) No, but thank you. That's who I I only said it because that's who I want to give flowers to everybody that came out support, regardless of who you are, what your religious or your sexual preferences. So, yeah. Did you see the people overseas uh, tear the sign down and throw it in the river? I mean, sign the statue down and throw it in the river. No, overseas doing that too. They acting just as oh, well, they, I don't they, say that no, 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 no. It's not. It, it's uh, it, the statue was of a slave owner, and the people themselves took rope 
and yanked it. We're down. not going there because I'm a controversy when it comes to tearing down public property. Oh my god! But we, we'll leave okay. it. We gave flowers. Well, Let's just end it. <laughs> Allah Salam. I appreciate you being on Popeye Proxy. You will definitely be back with all your controversial opinions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anything you want to say? <laughs> no, man. You know what? I, I, um, I have to say this because oftentimes we don't say it to people that we respect and that we appreciate. Um, I really love and respect you, man. You, you, what you're doing for yourself and the people currently um, is very commendable. So I'm, I'm glad you, we've known each other for for <laughs> years. <laughs> that means we're both old, man. I don't want to get old like that, but. Um, yeah, I, I appreciate that you invited me onto the podcast. So, but thank you for having me. Cool. Thank you for coming. Uh, thank you all for listening to Pop by Proxy. I'm Doggett in the City. You can catch me on Facebook and Instagram at Doggett in the City, uh, and the show Pop by Proxy Pod also on Instagram and Facebook. See you next time. Have a good one, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>